Looking for the latest on the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies? Yeah, we've got you covered. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the Sports Zone. and Scotty 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone hey let's give away some tickets we're always giving away tickets call number 12 right now 801-575-ZONE you'll win a four pack of sweet tickets to Fierce Fighting Championships at the Maverick Center coming up on February 10th Fierce Fighting Championships 801-575-ZONE that's 801-575-ZONE all right, the legend Thurl Bailey is going to join us coming up here in just a moment. We'll chat with him, get his thoughts on that game last night. Jazz snapping a three-game losing skid, but tell you what, looked like they were well on their way to number four until they woke up in the third quarter and uh, went on to have a huge fourth quarter and uh, get the W, and hopefully that's a sign of better things to come too. I know that this was a home game, and the Utah Jazz have been very good in home games. They're 16-7 and seven at home now. But the way they played, the way they lit it up in the fourth quarter, coming back from a 19-point deficit, I think, and, and against Milwaukee, I feel like this is, was their best win of the season. Ooh. Hard to think of one that tops it. I, I know because I like to give road wins typically the best win yeah. of the season. Yeah. But I felt like Milwaukee was pressing. Yeah. I felt like they pushed out there to, to try to get this win. Well, joining us now, not only a great basketball mind, not only a great basketball player, but uh, he is the most, he is the best dressed analyst in all of NBA basketball. It is Thurl Bailey right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Thurl, how are you? Yeah, that's, that's way too, too much hype. But thank you. you. I don't think it's enough. <laughs> you know, I, I know you're I don't not, think it's enough. I know you're not huge on Twitter, but I did have to tag you on a tweet when I was down in the pit. And I always like to take, uh, a little spot oh, yeah. on that court where uh, where the magic happened for NC State yes, back sir. in the day. Yes, sir. If I hadn't thrown that pass <laughs> and Benny Anderson hadn't gotten his hand on it, uh, yeah, it wouldn't happen. No, I, that that's always a, it's always. I actually have a piece of that floor. Do you really? Yeah, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's cool. I sure do. Hey, so uh, Walker Kessler, after the game last night, felt that little dust-up between Beasley and Sexton was what really kind of sparked that comeback. As a player who played in the NBA, and it's a long NBA season, does sometimes those little moments really kind of get you out of a funk and say, okay, you oh, want to do this? Yeah. Let's go. Yes, they can. I mean, I, I think there's, there's moments where it can be reversed, but if you've got the right guy, and you, you, it's the right moment of the game, and everybody feels it. I think you can totally take advantage of it, and I think the Jazz really did that last night. Um, and and that guy, that guy is Colin Sexton. Sexton just lit it up. The energy he lit it up, and I thought that you got some amazing minutes out of a rookie and a sophomore player, a guy in his second year, in Walker Kessler, and. And I don't know if you're like me, Big T, but I, I watch football games and I can't take my eye off my position. I always look at those linemen 
and I'm sure you watch the front court a lot. I just want to know, like, what is what was the difference with Walker Kessler when when he goes off against a, a freak like Giannis? What is it that changes for him in that moment? Well, I think you really have to first of all look at what Walker is very good at, what he's special at. Right, he's in the NBA, so he's got to be good or special at something, something that got him there. And it's not just about his size, but I think I know his timing uh, on defending the rim is unlike, I think, uh, you talk about some of the great shot blockers. He just does it differently. I got him, I got him in the lab last year and talked about the, you know, how, how, do, how, how did he become a good shot blocker? What did he have to do? Is it something that came natural? But no, if you notice when he goes up, he goes up with both hands. And rarely does he ever just have one hand tracking a block shot. So he's very special, and he understands that that really is is, is where his bread and butter is going to be made. Now, he's going to be the beneficiary on the offensive end of some of the things he starts on the defensive end because he can run the floor. Um, he's learning how to be more aggressive around the basket. He's got some finesse things going on. But that really is where uh, – most of his attention is what can he do to affect this team positively on the defensive end that's going to turn into something really good on the other end. For um, when you – I mean, look, this is a game that I think Will Hardy can use and have in his back pocket and say, look, when we dealt with this adversity, we did it in this game. You guys can do it again. Do coaches go to that well? Can they use individual games as kind of a benchmark – for future reference down the line? That's interesting you asked me that because in the pregame presser yesterday, I, I basically asked him a question similar to that that really related to the ebbs and flows of this league, right? You start out the season a little rough. Now you go through this really good period where all of a sudden the switch comes on and guys get it. They haven't really changed. They haven't changed the philosophy They've just bought into it. They stuck with it. And as Coach Will Hardy puts it, you know, I don't want my guys to go rogue because they don't think something's working. They stick with it, and they find success with it. Now you're going back, you know, you're having issues again, and you're losing games. Um, how do you stick with the game plan and not try to second-guess yourself? And he was pretty uh, straightforward about it. He said, look, when you've been there before, you can use some of those things, understanding that you know it already works. It's all it's about execution and obviously about individual players going out and, and being able to contribute. But the game last night, for me, guys, and, and Hans, I think you said it, one of the best games of the season you know, with all the elements that, w- was, that were involved in it, mm-hmm. the physicality, the bench coming in with nine points, Nine bench points at halftime, 55 to end the game. And then Coach Hardy rolled with that group that was rolling. And sometimes that's unusual. It's hard to do in this league to keep going with the guys who got you there. So, Big T, I've been spending some time trying to figure out exactly what Milwaukee is as they came into this game and, and what they were trying to do. And a couple of things that I was pointing on on air – there were 57 bench minutes played by Milwaukee. There was 110 bench minutes played by the Utah Jazz. You had 40 minutes from Giannis, 40 minutes from uh, Crowder, uh, nearly 40 minutes from Lillard. 
Milwaukee's really pushing. They're without Chris Middleton, so I got to take that into account. No Chris Middleton on the court. But I'm trying to figure out just how significant this win is because I felt like Doc Rivers was pressing. I felt like Milwaukee really wanted that win. And the Utah Jazz pulled the carpet right out from under them. So I guess, Big T, can you help me understand how good is Milwaukee and how big was this win? Well, in fairness to Doc Rivers, he said it in his pregame press conference as well that he's still exploring. He's still trying to figure out, you know, who's going to play how long. Uh, he mentioned some of the new guys at the end of the bench he didn't know much about. He's um, wondering, you know, if they're going to be able to fit in to give them what they need. So there's still an exploration period, I believe, that's going on, as he puts it. Uh, but you look at the roster, and let's say Chris Middleton's healthy. Chris Middleton, even when healthy, is he's a different player on this team with Damian Lillard. I mean, his scoring's down, uh, and it's because they're trying to figure out, you know, how this team's going to function. You've got some great players. You've got some superstars on that team, obviously, and and Antetokounmpo. Uh, and Damian Lillard and Chris Middleton, but you got some other pieces that are, you know, really good pieces as well. Um, so I, I think it was a big win for the Jazz because of who they played, right? I don't care what Milwaukee's trying to figure out. The game's got to be played, and you're going to put your best people out there. Um, and especially after struggling, you know, games before that, the Jazz put it together when they needed to, and it wasn't a game they were in control of. Uh, they were down 19 at one point and figured out a way to, to get back in it. And the way they got back in it was very unselfish, right? I mean, guys came in and sacrificed a little bit. JC's not shooting very well. So what did, jo- what did Jordan Clarkson do last night? He got guy. He dumped the ball down to mm-hmm. – Walker Kessler, he got guys open. Uh, you know, he scored a little bit himself. But that's the only way this Jazz can be successful is if a lot of guys are successful. We don't have a dominant guy like Antetokounmpo or Damian Lillard who is expected to put up 25, 30, and sometimes even over that every single night. So Jazz put it together well last night. Do you think uh... – the book's starting to close on Damian Lillard. I mean, obviously he has good years left, but uh, do you feel like he's on that downward swing? I don't. I don't. I, I think he wants a championship really badly. He's he's really, uh, you know, he's really committed. He was really committed to the Blazers, hoping to have something built around him that could get him there. Um, obviously, I think he's a lot closer to it now. But, no, I don't think he's uh, – you know, obviously, in reality, that window's getting smaller the older you get. But he is in a situation now with a great coach, with great players, that they can still make a run this year. So, yeah, the clock's ticking for him, but he's got a lot left in the tank. Big T, I wanted to run something by you that I was talking to Scotty about in the first segment. And we were – well, I'll just put it on me. I was – critical of Keontae George's body language when Kelly and Lennox didn't dish out as he was starting to drive into the paint. And 
Keontae George kind of dropped his shoulders and, and shook his head. And, and I, I know that there was some circumstance in that moment, but it was a little defa- deflating for me because I, 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 I don't like bad body language, especially not from rookies. And, and so I said, hey, look, this, this is a problem. It needs to be addressed. And then we see him come out and have the fourth quarter that he had. First of all, do you think there's parallels draw, drawn where Will Hardy or his teammates were like, nah, Rook, this isn't what we do. But it just seemed like such a uniquely different platform from one game to the next, watching Keontae George and the way he handled himself. Do you think that was addressed? I don't think, I don't think so. Well, one, one, you have to forgive him because he is a rookie. Um, secondly, I think it's okay for your rookie who's been put out front to be a leader to question things. But I don't think that's something that, that is going to last uh, and, and, you know, trickle into the locker room, if you will. Uh, heck, when I was a rookie, uh, I got ticked when Adrian Danley didn't pass it to me. Right? <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't pass to a lot of people, though. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think, I think part of that growing up and, 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 and the leadership and the camaraderie you have on the team is that you can question each other. Um, you, can, you can support each other. Um, you can have those moments where you might have a disagreement, but uh, Keontae gets it. Come on, this young man is so astute, and he's, he's learned so much in this league, and he knows that the guys he's playing with have taught him a lot. But I think what you're starting to see out of him now is some of that confidence, some of that trust, uh, some of that emotion that, look, I belong, and I'm, a, I'm an equal. I may be labeled as a rookie, but I'm making an impact. So, you know, from, from the time I've spent with this team and the, and the, the way I've been able to get to know these guys and see how they operate with each other, on the court, away from the court. You know, I, I think that's that's minor. So as a player that uh, you know what trade deadline's like, you know what it's like to be traded, how kind of how mentally taxing is it on a player when they hear their name um, being talked about, especially in this day and age where everything is on Twitter and then you get your family going, hey, are you getting traded? I saw Woj say you're part of a conversation and, <laughs> and you're just trying to focus in on your craft and play good basketball. How hard is it to compartmentalize all that stuff? Uh, players may not. They, they may tell you that they don't pay attention to it or they don't see it or it doesn't affect them, but it does. So we didn't have a Woj back then, so I, heard, I got my news on the radio. Fisher and Todd when I was on my way home from a hard practice. And, uh, and then Scotty Layton called me when I got home. But it's different today, I think, with social media. Uh, I'm hoping it's different on the positive side where teams that get it talk with you. you know, you're not afraid to go to Danny Ainge or Justin Zanuck or your coach and say, you know, I heard my name. I want to know what's going on. And they sit down and they tell you the truth. Um, but it does. It affects players uh, and not necessarily in a bad way. Right. I mean, um, I'll, I'll bring up uh, and, and this has nothing to do with what I think is going on in trades or not. But you look at a guy like Taylor Horton Tucker, who, you know, has not played significantly in a while. And before he was, injured um he was he was playing pretty good uh so 
you know, when when you're a player like THT and you you hear your name or whatever, I mean, obviously it's 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 going to affect you in some way, and and that way might be look, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If not, then you know this might be the best place for me. But uh, as a player, absolutely, uh, you know, you're talking to people in your circle, uh, wondering you know what's true or not. But not it's not a lot you can do about it. Uh, you just have to figure it out when it happens. Uh, it's happened in different ways to different players, but it's real, right? It's real, and, and that's your livelihood. So you obviously care. Well, Big T, we, we get a, another real good look at this Jazz team coming up tomorrow night against a team that is really – they're 8-2 and two over the last 10. And we know how good Oklahoma City is, and we know the talent that's on that roster. Uh, but tomorrow, coming up with the Oklahoma City Thunder, what do you expect from the Jazz? Well, first of all, SGA, Jay Gildas Alexander, should be if he's not. I think he is. His name should be up there when you're talking about MVP of the league. The guy's just having mm-hmm. – he should at least be in the conversation. He's having an amazing year. He's improved every single year. And I think their record, uh, especially recently, says that. They've got a really good team. Uh, they showed us that when we were in Oklahoma City. Um, so – It'll be a really good test for the Jazz after coming off this win. Let's see if they can put a a good string of defense together. I mean, you look at this league, man, and, and the players that are just scoring astronomical numbers, teams that are scoring 140, 130 to 150 points a game, and something's happening. You know, whether it's good or bad, whether the league needs to look at, you know, giving the defense a little more chance, um, it's it's a high, it's a fast-paced game, and and Oklahoma City Thunder are one of those teams that benefit mightily from it. So it'll be a great, it'll be another good test, a good match for the Jazz. What's your opinion on that? You know, and, and I've I've kind of taken a straw poll with a lot of our guests, and David Locke doesn't have a problem with it. Bowler does have a problem with it. Do you feel like the NBA needs to step in and do some things to try to give defenses more an advantage? Because we're seeing scores in the 130s and 140s pretty regularly. Well, if you talk to a guy who's about numbers, that's David Locke. Of course, he's loving it. Oh, yeah. He's... <laughs> um, and, and part of me is speaking from kind of the old school position where, you know, the, the defense has had a chance. It's hard to guard a great player these days one-on-one. Um, but I don't. I, I think if if you could, I think the biggest foul I have a problem with is the one where I'm going to the hoop. Where I'm playing D, and as soon as we make contact, you shoot the ball. I get the foul. Right? You get that bump. I, I, I just think that players are they're, they're gaming the system with that now. And last night, a few of those happened, and there were no calls. So it's kind of a subjective thing. I, I, I do think, I think we all think that the rules are basically uh, they favor the offense because, you know, we don't want 70 to 80 to be the final score, right? Uh, we want high-paced games. These athletes probably deserve it. Um, that's what they're good at. But I, I think there's some things that should be allowed that aren't allowed anymore uh, defensively to give the yeah. – defense kind of a chance because now 
coaches have to be super, super creative. You see a lot of zones out there and, mm-hmm. um, you know, all kinds of creativity to try to slow a guy down. So, yeah, that's where I stand. Um, and, and I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not, but I think we're trending in a direction that it may be a little dangerous. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to see the 94 New York Knicks again, but uh, I do think we can be somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it, you know, it's just, it's, it certainly is getting out of hand. At least it certainly feels that way. But uh, Big T, appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for your time as always. And uh, let's do it again here soon. And Scotty, always a pleasure. You're the best, Big T. Thanks. That's why he's the best, man. Thurl Bailey right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Uh, joining us now as we are at Spa Trouve, all you have to do is come on by, hang out with us here in Draper or go to any of the six locations up and down the Wasatch Front and uh, be a hero on Valentine's Day. Do not screw it up. This is one of the key moments of the year where you cannot screw it up because bad things will happen to you. And, uh, and, and Casey, you want to make sure our listeners are taken care of because, again, when they think about this, they're like, oh, I don't know what to get. You guys walk in here, they go into a cold sweat. They don't know what they're doing. They don't want to screw it up. Just get a gift card, and you'll be fine. Let her choose what she wants. Absolutely. Gift cards are great. Gift cards are great as a couple. Come see me as a couple. There I have lots of couple clients that come in together. It's a great date night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they come in, we treat both of you, and then go to dinner. I like so, that. So, double gift card? Yeah, get pampered together. Mm-hmm. I That's love really it. That's nice. Uh-huh. Spend a little extra time together? Yes. What kind of treatments are there for couples? So, I do lots of back-to-back Botox with couples. Really, anything that we do, we, we could incorporate both of you. And have you both come in. Mm-hmm. So, I really want to emphasize this because men tend to forget that dates are around the corner and Valentine's is right there. It's so close and it's going to sneak up on you. Oh yeah. Always does. And while you're listening to Scotty and I <laughs> just take care of it now, because once it's, a, once you got it out of the way, it's out of the way. It's all taken care of. And this is, in my opinion, it's the best thing that you can give your significant other. It is a great thing that you can give to yourself, but it is, and this is my case with my wife. It is the best thing that I can give her because it's oh, yeah. pampering and it's, and it's her time. It's her time. Absolutely. Her time. She, she doesn't want to come in and see somebody like me and then feel like she needs to call you yeah. to ask you if she can go forward with the plan that we make. Yep. So a gift card is, is the card is the go card. Well, and that's the other thing, too, because, you know, we've been talking about Botox, but there's so many other great services you have here, too. Absolutely. Uh, We do laser hair removal. We do all kinds of skincare, facial, aesthetic, everything. Um, Cool sculpting. That's something else. Let's get you ready for the summer's going to be coming. (laughs) Eventually, we'll get some warm weather here. Uh Uh-huh. Semaglutide. We've all been on that train here at the spa, and that, that's a good one, too. So many different services. All you got to do is call 855-4-TRUVE, and that's T-R-O-U-V-E, 855-4-TRUVE. Put it in your phone and make the call now, or just put Spa Trouve in your phone and head up here. Please. It, it, yeah, because you, you, if you put it in your phone and, and have the Draper location, mm-hmm. uh, I know that Saratoga is not open right now. 
Uh, and I know Bountiful isn't open right now, but put it in your phone and come up here and see us in Draper. Come up and see us because we're here. We're here with these wonderful men. And um, we, I mean, we're a good time. Yeah. Yeah. No, this we're is, a good time. And I know, I mean, it's lunchtime, right? Like, yeah. just pop in. We'll package everything really pretty so that you don't even have to do that. That's nice. Oh, yeah. There you go. That, that even takes it another step. Mm-hmm. And you put $50 on top of a $100 purchase, $100 Absolutely. plus purchase. Absolutely. I'm telling you, you come in here and your wife's going to, you know, you get that $150. She's be like, I was thinking 100 but you went 150 Like, yeah, baby, I did oh, that for yeah. you. Yep, yeah. I spent $150. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even need to know you got the nah. 50 for free. No. You know, that, that can be our little secret. Mm-hmm. You come on in here, uh, and you can walk out of here with a $150 gift card to make your wife happy, your girlfriend, your mom, daughters, yourself, whatever. We just want you to get squared away and really enjoy Valentine's Day. Spa Trouvé, we're in Draper right now, 10 West Scenic uh, Point Drive in Draper. But as Han said, just type it into your phone, and it'll take you right here. And uh, you're good to go. Uh, again, the number, 855-4-TRUVE, or you can go to spatruve.com. number of ways you can do it, but let's just make sure that you're a hero on Valentine's Day. It's Spa Truve right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. The head coach of the Salt Lake City Stars, Steve Wojcikowski. You know, one of the things I've been impressed with Keontae is he seems to be a real basketball junkie. And as a result of kind of studying the game and trying to learn about the game, he's able to watch and see and listen to what the coaches need and input that into his game. Keontae was a scorer in college. I mean, that's like he's a he's a bona fide scorer, one of the best young scorers in college basketball. He really made his mark with the Jazz by passing, which tells me that his basketball IQ and his ability to understand what the game needs, what the team needs is really advanced for a young player and so that maturity piece to me is exceptional and you combine that with a really high level of talent, you have a star in the making. Here Jake Scott and Ben Anderson every day from 10 to noon on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. It's time to saddle up and talk about the winners and the losers. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, here's the good. It is the good, the bad, and the ugly right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It's all brought to you by RGS Exteriors. You can remake the outside of your home with Tim and the crew at RGS Exteriors, whether it's just a uh, quick fix on your rain gutters or a complete overhaul, they can help make it happen. Hans, we'll start with the good. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has his eyes set on Joe Burrow's record. Uh, Two years ago, Joe Burrow auctioned off his cleats from an AFC championship game and made a record $34,000, the highest pair of cleats ever auctioned off for charity. Christian McCaffrey is currently auctioning off his cleats from the NFC championship game. Currently, the highest bid is at $29,000, so he has a ways to go. But the one thing I thought was interesting about this story and why I wanted to put it in the good was not just the fact that he's auctioning off the cleats, but the um, but the charities that he is actively involved in. And sometimes, and again, all charity is good charity. Like I, mm-hmm. there's, you know, look, if you're giving money to charity, that's awesome. But I like charities that go like a step further and go really detailed into specific things. There's two things that Christian McCaffrey zeroing in on. He has two of them. Uh, one of them is called the Logan project. The other one is called 23 and troops. Uh, the 23 and troops is, uh, is uh, sending or is uh, giving money to specific charities that are working with troops 
in terms of finding new and uh, innovative ways to deal with uh, uh, soldiers that are dealing with PTSD mm-hmm. and trying to help out and find innovative ways to help mental health issues that a lot of soldiers who are coming back from so combat. It's for the advancement of Advancement it? Of, uh, of trying to find better treatments for PTSD. So it goes to research. Research okay. and development on finding new ways, whether it be pharmaceutical mm-hmm. or whether it be uh, whether it be therapy, whatever the case is, to help troops deal with PTSD issues, which I think is one of the more underlying issues that we're not talking about enough in terms of guys coming back from overseas and dealing with some things that they've seen and dealt with that has just been horrific. The other one is called the Logan Project, and this was a young man who unfortunately passed away from cancer uh, that befriended Christian McCaffrey when he was in Carolina. And uh, this young man was dealing with a autoimmune issue where he was – uh, essentially uh, staying in a room and had no physical contact with anybody because of his severe autoimmune issues. Mm-hmm. And the only way he could communicate with people on a regular basis with friends and family is uh, he was played video games and got on a headset and was able to communicate that way. And that's how he had personal communication with his friends and the outside world. And so Christian McCaffrey in this Logan project is setting up essentially private cubicle um, video game spaces for kids in hospitals that are dealing with autoimmune issues mm. so that they can have, it's not just about the video games. It's about the one-on-one the communication and having uh, communication skills yeah. and being able to interact with your peers and your friends and family members that you can't have contact with because you can't bring outside germs because you're in a sanitary space. So, a couple of fascinating charities uh, that Christian McCaffrey's in, and and, and again, I appreciate players. Sounds thought out. I appreciate players that just don't be like, okay, well, I'm going to kick it to the humane, or not not just the humane, but just some you know massive that that you know that are you know massive project, the American Red Cross, which. The American Red Cross doesn't need $30,000, but a project that is developing video game cubicles for kids with autoimmune, they probably need that Mm -hmm. money a lot more than the American Heart Association or something like that. You know what I mean? And so that's why I think when players delve a little bit deeper and say, I want to help, but I just don't want to just randomly write a check to some major corporation. I want to really make sure it goes somewhere where it can really be beneficial and uh, props to Christian McCaffrey for that. I like it. All right. There's your good. Let's get to the bad. And, of course, the ugly. Or the bad. Let's hit the bad first. Joel Embiid, the reigning league MVP, is going to be going undergoing a procedure to address a left meniscus injury in the next couple of days. They aren't saying that this is a season-ending procedure. They aren't saying it's a season-ending injury. Everybody's a little bit mum on just how long this might keep Joel Embiid out of uh, action. But we do know that he is going to miss the 65 games to be eligible to receive his second NBA MVP award. So that's a big deal. Um, The other thing that's a big deal, this is now the third, maybe the fourth time that they've had to address a meniscus issue with Joel Embiid. So, you're starting to get into some real troubled waters because you only get one meniscus. It's not something that you can replace. It's something that will wear out. It's something that he will, he's damaging for life. They can sew it up. They can clean it up. They can try to remove some of the pain. But, Scotty, 
every time you go through a meniscus procedure, it's just it, it, the inevitab- <clears throat> inevitability of it all is just looming. Yeah. And those meniscus injuries are a real problem, and they're starting to really mount for Joel Embiid. A uh, couple things with Joel. So taking Joel off the court for the 76ers, they're just not good without him. Um, and I think we all understand why. But Well, yeah, their season's over. I mean, if, if he misses a significant amount of time and he does not come back in by the end of the year and into the playoffs, then you can write them off as being any way, shape, or form <clears throat> as a contender. The 24 games that he's missed – sorry – the 14 games that he's missed this year, they've, they've lost 10 of those. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, look, it's the NBA. It all comes down to you could have great coaching. You can have, uh, you know, great chemistry and a bunch of try-hard guys and a lot of good role players. But at the other day, you're not winning titles unless you have stars yeah. and high-level, high-level stars. And Joel Embiid is one of those guys. And if he's not out on the court, Philadelphia becomes very pedestrian very quickly. You know, there was a, a couple of numbers I thought were interesting about Joel Embiid. So he's averaging 35.3 points per game. Do you know the only other NBA athlete to average as many points as he did minutes? It's Wilt Chamberlain. There you go. And right now, Joel Embiid is having a season where he's averaging as many points as he is minutes, which is just so let's crazy. Let's tap into Hans Olsen from Doc Talk for a second. Yeah. Um, how serious, in your opinion, is prevailing meniscus issues? Well, it becomes arthritic. That's yeah. what, that's what happens. Yeah. If you don't have that padding that keeps those bones from rubbing together, then the bones become inflamed, and, and then you're dealing with constant inflammation and constant pain. And that's when you hear the stories about the. Uh, Oh, what's the where you drill holes to try to create scarring? Yeah. What's that? I forget what that's called. Yeah. That's that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I know what you're talking about, but you know, we saw Greg Oden and and I know there, there was a, a weird time that we went through with a couple of NBA athletes, but we saw Greg Oden's career cut short. I don't think it was meniscus micro fracture. Oh yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, the micro the micro fractures are just a little. Yeah, where they where they try to create bleeding in the bone, yeah, and then and then that creates scarring, and then that's they hope that that scarring will will present itself as I know what you're talking a, about, and I and I can't remember what it's named, but we we do know this that there are different experimental treatments, yeah. and there's different, but you cannot replace meniscus. Yeah, you can only try to clean it so up. So that's not like you know you, you hear like ACLs where they'll use a cadaver, you know, stuff like that yeah. to try to. It, but with meniscus, you can't do that. Yeah, like you can. You can use a, a cadaver ligament to replace the ACL or the MCL. But yeah, you can't. You can't replace that cartilage. There's there's no procedure to do that. I think Bowler said he got like rooster cartilage or something like that, or something like that. Really? Or they tried to put all kinds of weird stuff in that knee. I know they they can do like the platelet rich plasma and the PRP, what they call it. And they, they they try different things to try to grow it regenerate it it's just there's nothing that's yeah. proven that's why some of these guys are going over to germany now try to do all kinds of weird stuff we're gonna have to put that because the ugly is probably one of the bigger we probably should have hit that story a couple times today but that ugly is a bad deal 
Some guys, man, they just have family members that are just. I can't wrecks. believe what moms is dealing with. I know, right? I can't believe it. It actually actually makes me feel really sympathetic for him. I can't. I cannot believe. Everybody every, around him is just a mess. Everything he does right. And his dad gets his third DUI yeah. just a couple of days before he's playing a Super Bowl. We'll put it on the roulette wheel. Uh, some side stories coming out of the uh, Super Bowl, which unfortunate for Pat, or for, uh, Pat Mahomes. Take a break. Come back. Whole World News next. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is this is DJ and PK. Jason Cole, senior writer from 3013.com. How much do you get caught up in legacy? Legacy does mean a lot. You start to talk about what differentiates guys, why guys go in the Hall of Fame. This is the reason. This is why you say, okay, where does Andy Reid start to rank among the all-time coaches? Does right. he go from somewhere in the top 10 to does he start to sneak up into the top five? Patrick Mahomes, are we talking about he's in the top 10 or does he start sneaking up there with guys like Brady? and Montana and you know, Manning and all those guys. Mahomes, just based on what he's done so far, is probably a Hall of Famer. Reed is a Hall of Famer. But now we're talking about a different level of it. Catch DJ and PK. Mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai. Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It is time for another edition of Whole World News. Yes, let's get to it. Um, I want to know where you stand on this. When I read this, I thought, what would Scotty think about this? (laughs) All right, so this is a story about an influencer on TikTok. All right, I already hate it. (laughs) There are a few things that make me more irate than... Her name is Jackie Nguyen, and I believe that she's about our age... Well, Jackie Nguyen bought a sofa from Costco three and a half years ago, and she has decided she didn't like the color of the sofa. Three and a half years later. Three and a half years later. Wow. So she loaded up the sofa, took it back to Costco, went up to the customer service desk and said, I want to return the sofa. And they were like, well, when did you buy it? (laughs) And she gave them, she didn't have the receipt, but she did have the day she bought it. So she gave them the day she bought it, and they looked it up, and sure enough, they found the, that sofa in particular, and they refunded her Stop it. the full amount. Three and a half years later, not because it broke, not because there was an issue with it, because she, didn't, she wasn't feeling the color anymore. Yeah, this is her quote. I just didn't like it anymore. We just don't like the color anymore. So I told her the date that I bought it. She looked it up in the computer, told me exactly which one it was. That was it. She asked me if there were anything, any other things wrong with it. I said, I just didn't like it anymore. So they gave me the full refund uh, uh, to the card. So, yeah, it worked. I just think, look, that's great. I mean, testing out Costco's return policy is great. But Costco, man, you're opening yourself up to a world of hurt. I mean, this is like buying a pair of jeans and then like. Wearing him to a concert. Stop it. And then, no. No, I was, I, was, I was just saying hypothetically. I wasn't. That's not. I didn't own the jeans for three and a half years. I had them for like four days. You tested them for like a month. I wasn't sure if I liked the jeans, Lloyd. You, you were going to a country music concert. You needed a new pair of Wranglers. <laughs> no. Well, I did want them for the concert. They were super bedazzled. I did want to see how how I looked in, in those jeans. And, but I wanted to see how they fit. They didn't fit well, so I returned them. 
after the concert, yeah. Which was all within policy. At least it's not three and a half years. No, absolutely not. Uh, I just, I don't, I, I feel like you're, look, hey, props to her for making it work. Props to Costco, I guess, for doing it. But I would keep that, I'd keep my mouth shut on that because, honestly, I feel like I got one over on the system. Like, well, I wouldn't be around parading it on Instagram like, hey, you guys, look what I did. Well, this, like, it, this TikTok video now has 3 million views, so I yeah, think we know why she co- did it. Well, that's true. And if I'm Costco, I'm like. I know. Quit being so loud about it. Yeah. We've got a dishonest society right now. They will turn anything in they could possibly turn in. But, I mean, to her point, I mean, it's not like she was being dishonest about it. She's like, look, I don't like the color. Like, she could be like, oh, look, or, you know, the, yeah. this little back rod broke. And can you, you know. She just didn't like the color. But no, she's like, you know, I'm not feeling the color anymore. I don't like that you brought up my jean situation. <laughs> that was a lot. I didn't ago. say you specific. I just was using a That's hypothetical. Like nine, nine or ten years ago, bud. I just, the only reason I remember it is because Mac brings it up all the time. It doc- yeah, Coach Mac does. He sinks his teeth into that bad boy. He does. All right. We're live here at Spa Truve. Man, I am telling you, Valentine's Day is coming up. And you hit on a really good point because this happens to me all the time. I know Valentine's Day is coming up. We all know it's coming up. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, my gosh, it's February 13th. Yeah. And you're like, what am I going to do? Well, I guess what? Whether it's the 13th or whether it's today, Spa Truve is here to bail you out because we know that you're going to screw it up. We know left out of your own devices, you're going to do something stupid and your wife's going to be mad at you. So let's take it a step further and just get it out of the way and be a hero. Courtney's with us once again. And Courtney, come on. Hi. Guys, find a way to mess this up. You cannot mess up <laughs> Valentine's Day if you come down here and get a gift card. You can't. And we make it easy. You can buy a gift card online. So at 20% off, you can go to shopspotrivet.com and get a gift card right online. So even if you can't come in today, head to the online store and buy your gift card. Are they able to get the $50 bonus with that? The $50 bonus doesn't come with that, but you can still call us at 1-855-4-TRUVEY. That connects to all locations. And with any purchase over $100, including gift cards, you will receive that $50 Botox. 50 bucks on top of 100 plus. So, so over the phone or in person, you can get that $50 bonus. Yes, you got it. And that's any of the locations? Any of the locations. Any of our beautiful six locations across the state. So all you got to do is call 855-4-TRUVE. And, you know, I would suggest for a couple of things. Number one. Just take care of your wife or your significant other, <laughs> your girlfriend. Just take care of her and, and do it so easy just by making the phone call and say, hey, I was listening to the zone. I heard the $50 on top of $100 card. You can do that. Or just come to the Draper location. Draper location's open today, and, and we're here. Come in, and you guys will put together a nice little gift pack and add, yeah. the, add the $50 bonus on top of the $100-plus purchase. And yes. You make it a really nice little gift to give. Yes, and all women want Botox. I mean, men too, but you can package this gift card with a hydrofacial. Yeah. That is kind of the gateway treatment at Spot Trivate. Every person male and female loves the hydrofacial you can partner it with a laser hair removal package a skin rejuvenation treatment like microneedling which is great for collagen production or skin you know if you have scarring uh, it's awesome for that so there's so many treatments that you can buy to get this additional 50 we, we just had a listener come in and you could tell he, he bought a gift card right 
Yeah. Yep. He bought a gift card, and and when he walked out, it felt like the the oh, weight yeah. of the world was off his shoulders. <laughs> He's like, "I'm good. I'm good. I, I nailed it." Well, and he knows Mama's going to be real happy. Yeah. On Valentine's Day, and and there's nothing better than making those you love happy. And well, and we package the cards so cute. So I know men stress about that. Yeah. You know, because not only do they have to get the card, but now we have to make it cute. So we put in a really cute pick pink gift card pillowcase box with a wrapped ribbon it's darling so you can't go wrong i love that you guys know that too yeah like yeah we know guys like you're not gonna wrap this and if you do you're gonna put it in like some tissue paper yeah Yeah, you're gonna put it in a uh, you know a a grocery bag and like here you go babe right i always ask when it's really nicely wrapped i'm like it's either from nordstrom or i just ask i'm like who wrapped this (laughs) i know you didn't do it yeah yeah you know and all right so so here's the secret just between the three of us like i don't think a lot of guys are admitting that they come here but i think you you have a pretty good strong men demographic yeah absolutely absolutely laser hair removal for the front and back of neck and the chest is very common and you guys it's awesome if you have you know that itchy hair on your neck and you wear a collared shirt every day this is a game changer and not only that it gives you this very chiseled jawline look mm. i mean it's like contouring for men it's so nice all right chewbacca get down here <laughs> get something for yourself and get something for your loved ones spa yes. truve we're down here in draper 10 west scenic uh point drive but more importantly just type in spa truve t-r-o-u-v-e uh, and it'll get you down here to Draper. So many great locations up and down the Wasatch Front. So in person or over the phone at 855-4-TRUVE, we'll get you that gift card where you get where you spend $100 on the gift card. They'll kick in an extra 50 and you're off and running. You can also check them out online at SpaTruve.com. So many great ways for you to make sure that you are a hero on Valentine's Day. It's coming up. Don't procrastinate. Let's get you squared away. It's all right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.